Hi! Um, welcome back to Cryptid Club. I'm Dionysus and it's just me, I'm afraid. Um, I don't have anything planned. I was going to do Greek Mythology Part 2 Electric Boogaloo, but then I decided not to. Jeez, my throat's on. But I still have some cryptid notes that I've not yet um, rambled on about. And some random like mythology um, notes. Um, yeah. Right, so the first thing I have in this notebook is about the Giant's Causeway. So, um, the Giant's Causeway is a large area of 40,000, Jesus Christ, basalt columns and was declared a UNESCO heritage site in 1986. It's in Northern Ireland and country Antrim. I probably butchered that, and if you're Irish and watching this, but listening to this, please excuse my really bad pronunciation. Oh boy. The legend states that, um, oh boy, Finn, um, McCall was challenged to a fight by a Scottish giant named Benadonna. He accepted the challenge and built the causeway so the two could meet. In one version of the story, um, Finn defeats Benadonna. In another, Finn flees from Benadonna. And his wife, I do not know how to pronounce that. Yeah, his, Finn's wife disguises him as a baby. Um, when, um, after the baby bites off them, well, the baby, um, bites off, um, Benadonna's magic finger, because apparently in the other, in the mythology book that I read, yeah, apparently that was it, um, he flees because of the size of the baby, and he's like, oh my gosh, what? Oh, because this man is this kid's father. Um, and this um, story holds true in the fact that there are identical columns near Fingal's Cave. Um, in overall Irish mythology, however, uh, Fimical is not a giant, but a hero with supernatural abilities. contradiction what this legend suggests. Oh my gosh, I cannot read my own handwriting. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do some more note-taking. Yeah, be right back. Oh, there we are. That's better. So, now we move on to Cerberus. Um, also referred to as the Hound of Hades, Cerberus is a three-headed hound that guards the gate of the underworld to prevent the dead from leaving it. 
He was the fourth offspring of Echidna and Typhon, and is usually described as having three heads, a serpent as a tail, and snakes coming out of its body. But snakes, not snakes. His siblings are the Hydra, Orthrus, the two-headed god which, who guarded the cattle Gerion, and the Chimera, who had the heads of a lion, goat, and a snake. Cerberus is primarily known for being captured by Heracles as one of his twelve labours, and his sibling, the Hydra, was um, another of these labours. The defeat, of course. Um, the earliest mentions of the Cerberus are in um, Homer's Iliad and Odyssey and Hesiod's Theogony. Apparently, the chorus wrote a poem called Cerberus, however, nothing remains. Um, there have been a lot of depictions of the Cerberus with a lot of heads, um, including um, apparently, I think the name was Pinta or Pinda. Um, they they added one hundred heads onto the Cerberus, which, quite frankly, is actually kind of creepy. Um, the Cerberus is also known for being in Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, um, guarding the Philosopher's Stone and being the um, first trap there, which was actually kind of cool. Um, the Cerberus, um, to um, like stop the Cerberus, is that the correct word? Um, well, to um, let the Cerberus's guard down. Um, you have to play music to it, um, and I believe um, Heracles um, played a flute to get past it. Um, I'm not really sure. Uh, don't at me. Um, yeah. So that's it for the suburbs. For my final piece of um, random information you probably don't get, uh, we have the siren. Um, trigger warning, uh, death, um, and gore. So um, be careful of that. And um, if you um, don't like that stuff, just um, skip until the end. I'm making like a little outro. Yay. So, in Greek mythology, the sirens were dangerous creatures who lured sailors to their death with their enchanting songs and voices. Um, apparently, they also teared up their victims and ate them, I believe. I don't know. I think they drowned them as well. Um, it's also said they can even charm the winds. Um, in early Greek art, they were depicted as birds with large women's heads, bird feathers, and scaly feet. However, later they were depicted as female figures with the legs of birds, with or without wings, with either harps or lyres, or without. In the seventh-century catalogue *Liber Monstorum*, I probably butchered that. Butchered that. Sorry. Says that sirens were human from the navel up, and they had fish tails instead of feet. Um, the tenth-century Byzantine 
Encyclopedia Suda says that from their chests up they have the form of sparrows and below were women. Um, but by the Middle Ages, the siren had transformed into the mermaid. Um, originally, sirens were either male or female, but male sirens disappeared from art around the 5th century BC. Um, and despite luring mar- mariners or marinas, the Greeks portrayed sirens in their meadows starred with flowers and not as sea deities. However, Roman writers linked them to, with the sea by making them children of forces or porkers. Pork. Um, yeah. Lovely little bit about the siren. So, that's it for now. Um, I might record another episode by myself or, um, I might get my parents with me. I don't know. But I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, yeah. Um, see ya and hopefully you watch the next one. Woo!